Hello and uh, good morning, <clears throat> good afternoon, good evening, people. Welcome to Johnny the Greek's Free Real Estate, Episode 3. Uh, this week I am joined by one of my very best friends in the IDP Twitterscape, uh, someone I met very early in my uh, career in this space and uh, has been a, a good friend and a, you know, a solid, um, just a solid dude the whole time I've known him. It's the IDP tipster, Gary Van Dyke at the IDP tipster on Twitter. And before we get into it, let me just say this before I forget. Uh, we're very likely going to swear and say terrible things at some point during this. So keep that in mind. If there are children in the room, have them put on headphones or consider headphones for yourself. This is not safe for work. With that being said, Gary, what's up, man? How the hell are you? I'm done great, John. I'm excited to come on here. And I always love, love getting on here with you and talk IDP. So, you know, I, I know this is a little bit different than normal, but um, I'm ready to chat it up. Um, I don't know. Uh, kind of a weird off season, you know, I'm thinking about the football all the time. So I'm not sure how much personal talk I'll have for us because <laughs> it's usually wrapped around fantasy football to begin with for me. That, so, that's um, that's okay, man. That's the idea yeah. behind this is, you know, all these people that, you know, read and hear, hear like uh, you're getting defensive show and all, you know, the other podcasts you've done and shows in the past, that's all they know is the football side of us. And, and this mm -hmm. gives us a little chance to, you know, talk about some other things too. Yep. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. I, I've done a couple of uh, little shorter ones, I guess you could say similar to this, you know, kind of meet the people or whatever, you know, introduce myself. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I think this one's going to be a little bit more interesting than, than those. It was uh, quite the list there to go over. Right. <laughs> right. Well, so we'll see where, where this goes. I'm kind of curious myself. I've been thinking about it. It's like, all right, all right, let's go. It's good it's stuff though, John. I'm glad to have you out here in this community, man. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're underappreciated. I scream it all the time. You're <laughs> underappreciated, man. There's no reason this gentleman shouldn't have uh, 10,000 or more followers. I mean, on, on Twitter, you know, I, I have to say even more than that, but that would be more than me. And I don't want that. I mean, you can't have that, man. You know how that works, right? <laughs> right. We all know it doesn't matter. It's just like, you know, Twitter. You know, you say one thing, but you're really thinking the other. Sure, let me help you get a few more followers. <laughs> Screw you. Right? Right? Uh, we know I, how it is. I love that, man. No, thank you. I appreciate that. And and yeah, you've always you've always shouted out my good graces it, ever since we, you know, God, I think the first time we ran across you was IDP Guys podcast and we featured a bunch of your articles. Because yeah, I was yeah. I was brand new to Twitter and there was like maybe three or four guys out there that, that like <clears throat> were well-known IDP writers and you, you were, you know, the one I saw first, you were easily the most approachable out of all of them and uh, just turned out to be a really nice and solid guy. And uh, I'm glad mm -hmm. it happened. Now, yeah, me too. I mean, I, I can still remember it. I mean, actually my first podcast, you know, I, I haven't been into this writing game as long as some people might think, you know, I mean, uh, I think that when I happened to come into this, there were a lot less IDP writers and I just happened to come in um, the years experience. I was able to to talk about it pretty freely and, and I liked the engagement, especially in the off season because I wanted more football. And even though I was in these leagues, I wanted more football and I wanted to be able to talk about it. So, um, 
but I mean, realistically, I haven't, haven't quite put the dent in this community as the guys like the Davenport or the IDP guru or even uh, Mark Walden, I think is his name. Yeah, you know, well, guys have been, yeah I, I think Mark's probably been around in the game, the IDP monk, you know. Um, so I, I kind of landed in a good spot where I come in, um, um, it, it jumped off for me kind of quick. So luckily however it happened we we came across each other man and it's been one of the best relationships that i've had with any person on the internet you know what i mean you you, you meet a lot of people and uh there some of them just don't last you know it and i appreciate you john for who you are man yeah thanks man i it, yeah. i i can relate i can relate it seems like every season we get you know, a bunch of uh, privates landing in Vietnam for the first time, right? And they're right, um, right. Re ready for combat, and most of them don't make it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, and it's so, it is, it's, it's, it's really gotten watered down a little bit, you know? I mean, um, it, it, it's, it's changed a little bit, especially on Twitter, you know? But there, there, there's a lot out there, you know? But there, there's a lot of great stuff coming out from some of these young minds, too. It's just... You gotta weave that out, you know. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, man. So we, we were talking about this a little bit before we got started, but what have you been doing this off season? I I know you got the getting defensive show going. What else have you been working on? Uh well, I probably have put out I'm thinking 20, 25 articles, possibly already, uh, since the first of the year. I did take all of January off, so I read a little bit of content in late December, maybe early January, but I, I took a few weeks off there from getting defensive and writing and such. Uh, we just got our rankings, get getting them up on site, their gridiron ratings. Um, we uh, just really, I've been kind of helping coordinate with getting defensive, keeping the two two shows going. Uh, me and Brandon Jackson, if you guys haven't checked out Brandon Jackson, he's another, he's our newest IDP contributor, writer. Actually, he's doing a hell of a job for us. He's got quite a few articles at gridarmratings.com. I um, know IDPA section, he, he's really up and coming. Give it, it, He's at, at B Jackson 83. I, I'm excited to be working with him. You know, he, I, I've worked with quite a few people over the years and, and he is, he is on his way. So you guys need to give him a, a follow and check him out, but uh, just really trying to coordinate things. You know, we're, we're growing. Uh, we just added no lie uh, somewhere around the vicinity of 14 new people with the gridiron rating, you know, uh, family. So it's part of uh, Dire Dynasty podcast and a few other, few other things we've we we've kind of merged with or consumed. I don't know how to say it. You know what I mean? But they're all <laughs> part of the family. So we're really, really, we got some other special things we're working on at the moment, getting things ready and and uh, just keep rolling. You know, we're only a couple of years old now, really grinding this out. So uh, we have no complaints and. I'm still really excited for the direction everything's going. Uh, I, I actually have been, been able to enjoy this part of the offseason more than the last couple of years. As you know, I have my own website there in what, 2019 and then, you know, merged in with him in 2020 and 21. So, but this is the first real offseason that I'm not like super trying to grind because I'm the only. <laughs> 
uh, I was kind of the only one putting out some stuff there for a while. You know, we didn't have the writers yet. We're still working on it. So uh, I kind of felt that needed to, to make sure that, you know, we published, I think in that first year, 2020, I published over 310 pieces Ooh. of fantasy in one year and one season. But that includes my charts and such. And, you know, those breakdowns, those are like eight of them a week through the season. But still, it was still 310 publications. So, and biggest, yeah, it, it, I, I, so I'm nowhere near that right now. Right now, I just kind of help coordinate everybody and, and, and with getting defensive if possible. You know, uh, Craig and JJ are just great, man. They, they just, they, they, for hosts on those shows, you know, they like Craig, he just sets everything up. I, I just, I just kind of, I, I, I've gotten lucky. I, I'm comfortable for the first time in a couple of years and it feels pretty good, you know, completely like settled, comfortable. This is it, you know, it's pretty cool. That that's awesome, man. And you you definitely got a good point there because there's a lot of that shit that happens every off season, the changes, moving around, mergers, stuff like that. It's it's nice to be settled and to just know what you got going on. Right, right. And it took me a couple of years to get there, you know, a couple of years to get there. But uh, I I knew the idptipster.com was just kind of a holdover as long as everything worked out. Me and Jeff had already spoke about this before. I actually, it was. It was actually his decision because if y'all didn't know it, uh, when you guys, I used to write with IDP guys. So this is that following year that I went out on my own. And basically I was, you know, I talked to Jeff, had some decisions to make. And instead of jumping on some other brand somewhere else or anything else, um, I decided it would be best just to, not, you know, uh, just try it on my own, just kind of hang out and see we see where we landed and when we landed there with uh, uh, Jeff at Gridiron Ratings, you know. And I've been so happy since. He's top notch. He's a great guy. Nice. That's that's awesome, man. So let's yep. let's let's rewind. Let's take it back to the beginning. So how did you even get into football? And I know I've asked you this: what your favorite team is, and that's an interesting answer. But talk us through those couple things. Um. Let's see. Uh, you know, I, I, I got an end of football probably in the early 1980s. Uh, you know, Dan Fouts, but Chargers were my favorite team. Um, I live in Ohio. Everybody else was Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Or wait a minute. Yeah, was Cleveland there? Yeah, I think Cleveland was there. So, <laughs> anyways, um, you know, so it's just, I don't know. I started watching my, my Ohio team is Ohio Buckeyes, State Buckeyes. So, um, they're really the only team I root for now. Unfortunately, I probably don't follow them as well as I should. Uh, but as long as they keep winning, who, what do I care? I've been a fan since a kid. So it's just kind of my stripes a long time ago. I'm too busy doing this other stuff here. But uh, uh, and Chargers fan, you know, I, I like I wanted. So I picked the Chargers. You know, I have no rhyme or reason why I did other than they weren't somebody that anybody around me was cheering for. Dan Fouch years and such. Um, but, you know, uh, I remember watching Tony Dursett and such back all through the 80s. It was it was, it was was a different type of football, you know. I mean, I can't say it's old school, rough, like 70s and 60s <laughs> type stuff. But, you know, it was different. It was a transition. It was 10 years of the 80s before we got to the high-flying passing circus starting in the 90s, you know. 
Yeah, definitely, man. And was this like a was this like a family thing, or was just this like an Ohio no, thing? No, no. Like, actually, it was a me thing. I just um, my 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 dad worked all the time. He worked at GM. Uh, he uh, building cars. You know, back when that was actually a good job and uh, one of the better jobs, if you know, blue collar jobs, I believe we call it. But either way, he, um, you know, he went around. He didn't, he, he played sports as, he, as a young man, but, you know, he worked all the time. So we did do things together in that sense, but he didn't watch football whatsoever. Um, my uh, older sister, she was playing sports. Uh, I just put it on and watched it. It was like, oh, this looks like, you know, I think I was probably about 12 or 13. We didn't have any peewee football where I grew up. So I wasn't even introduced to playing the game until uh, my seventh grade in junior, yeah, in junior high. So um, you know, it was like I my my passion and liking it and looking forward to it started in grade school. But uh, uh, I, I remember, I remember vividly. Uh, it, it was it was it was good. It, it was pretty cool because it was like it was my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Gary's watching his football. She's actually <laughs> sitting down, <laughs> you know, right? Uh, no, like that's that all, that's awesome, man. And I think I think you can probably relate to this. The older we get, the more we look back at those years, and it's like that. That those are good memories, right? Like I, yeah. those those yeah. seasons. Like I, I remember those seasons fondly. Um, yeah. You know, from my childhood. Um, you know, it's good stuff. Yep. 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 Awesome, man. So, did you did you end up playing in uh, grade school or high school or? Yeah, I played. I played through junior high. Got into high school. Actually, uh, you know, I was pretty well. This long story short, man, I was a hyperactive kid. Okay, no, no lie. I got cracked by the kindergarten teacher the first day of kindergarten school in my <laughs> life. No lie, girl. We was having quiet time or story time. Poor girls, Peter Pants. And I could I couldn't quit laughing. I was you know from that day on I was I was grade school was a blur. I was uh, Ritland Ritland was a popular thing back in the oh, those kids yeah. you couldn't you know you couldn't relate to and for teachers it was a so I, I'm completely against Ritland or anything like that considering what I know now. But yeah. it, it, either way, um, so. Uh, once I got into junior high and I had already been playing like, you know, summer baseball and stuff, I, uh, we lived at a lake. So I water skied every day of the year, swam every day of the year, not every day of the year, but the summer. Um, so, but what sports gave me something to focus on, helped me, uh, you know, I had, I had to keep my grades up, you know, so I kind of brought myself out. So it brought me out in junior high. By the time I was hitting into high school, I, I um I was I varsity in three sports my freshman year as oh, a freshman, wow. but it was it's a double A school here, which is a medium sized school. So you know it's not like huge school, but still that, that there wasn't nobody else out of my class that did in three sports. I actually yeah I I, I got bumped up from the freshman team. I apologize I didn't do it in basketball. I got reserve. I got. But, uh, bumped up from the freshman team to the reserve team. Uh, I got to sit in on a couple of varsity games as a freshman, but um, it, it, then I turned around my my um, freshman track. I um, actually went to districts and regionals and high hurdles, and uh, for 
for a skinny white kid, I was pretty fast. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was probably the highlight, folks. As you just heard the Van Dyke sports highlight. After that, I, I busted my knee a couple of years later playing oh, football. Oh man! So what I a never, what position did, were you playing for running football? Back. Running back? No uh, shit. Yeah, I was I was a running back. I, I was a I was a hell of a pass catching running back too. But anyways, um, I I was a defensive back. Believe it or not. I was a defensive back. I wasn't really all that good, but I, I was so, yeah, I was so involved in wanting to be a, a you know, good pass catcher and all this other stuff. So, um, um, the, uh, but yeah, I busted my knee, uh, on, on kickoff return, or not kickoff return, kickoff coverage. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of ended it all for me there at that time. They didn't have quite have it. I could have recovered, but, uh, um, sad story, you know, and, and, Back then, coding was a big thing. And when you hand a 16 year old old, a bottle of coding and tell him to take it whenever he needs to for pain, you know, and I was in high school. So, and I was already, it was like, uh, I I really thought that I might, my sports to me was just what drove me, you know. So, I I lost track. Let's just put it that way. After I got hurt, I, I, I hit bottom pretty good at that stage of my life as a teenager, you yep. know, and, and we, we talk about depression and stuff. I know you guys at IDP guys have all, all to our, which is not the same type. Um, autism. But, no, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. right. We're, we're, we're right. into mental health yeah. stuff and, and you know, right. me, dude, like this is what I do for a fucking living and, and I'm in recovery right. my, myself from opiates. So it's like, I, I know, I, I know what you're saying and you can't do that. Yeah. You can't, you can't hand a 16 year old, a script for you know a narcotic and be like yep. well hope it works out good luck buddy yeah, like, right, like that's right. that, that doesn't work out well <laughs> right right no aftercare really yeah, yeah. how yeah, how's your knee feeling oh it still hurts doc yeah okay yeah give me more right, a, right right yeah that's their that's their whole <laughs> follow-up yep so anyways it, it, it went left from there you know what i mean for a few years i i i i, I it was the eighties. It was a little bit different. It wasn't again, the seventies or sixties, but it was still the eighties. And there was a lot happening back then when, you know, uh, uh, things that were accessible, things were a lot different back then. Oh, you yeah. know, um, uh, I hate, I hate to talk about the eighties like this, but I mean, you, you know, you didn't have the DUIs and stuff. It was still happening. And I'm not saying it's right. And it shouldn't have, but you know, you, you have cops pull over a car full of kids and, I probably shouldn't be talking about this for legal reasons, but you know, and the cop pull pour the bear out and tell the kids get in the car and go home. You know, that's just not going to happen nowadays. It's not. It's a different world. Um, you, you actually have to show ID now. For, right. You know, what I mean, back then it was like ah, he looks questionable. So you know, maybe you better stick to beer. You know what I mean? Right. No. Instead of buying the wine. No doubt, no doubt, man. How about okay? So how about this? Was there a memorable play or game from your football career that yeah. that you want want to talk about? Yeah, you know, you would think it might have something to have some, something to do with a touchdown or something, but realistically, uh, I, I can remember my sophomore year when uh, I had moved. My parents had gotten a divorce, so I moved with my mother. She had moved into uh, an area with a AAA school that was a little bit bigger, and I and I knew this. And this is like to me was kind of like a uh, 
career move, trying to get to college, minor college, whatever. I wanted to get to bigger school, get a little bit of notice to see if I, you know, I knew it was going to be tougher. Um, um, but the, the first over the middle pass that I caught and, and completed for a 10 more run yards is the biggest thing that sticks out of my mind. Um, I, it, that was one thing, like I said, my dad worked a lot. So, but when we did have the chance and we, we did water skiing stuff, but when he did get, when I got him involved with football with me, um, I used to have him, he was a bigger guy than I was, man. He, he, he played sports, he strong arm. He could throw the football at a bullet 40, 50 yards to me. And I just, from the time I was in junior high until all through high school, he would, we just go out back and he would pass. We pass a hundred balls and he would just, just nail me every time. <laughs> and I learned to catch with my hands. You yeah. know what I mean? You learn to catch with your hands that nub and the, you know, that hurts, you know? So by the time I got into my sophomore year, man, I didn't drop balls. I just prided myself for that. Don't dare stick me out as a wide receiver though, because I, I wanted to be a running back. <laughs> you know, but I remember they took, I went out in the formation and that for some reason, just if, if I have to flash back to anything that was, that stands out the most was just that, that catch secure run. And, you know, I, I didn't make a touchdown, but man, it was just that feeling got up. Like that's tough. I see guys get killed, you know, that that's, that's open season. Just for some reason that, that just sticks out to me. That's awesome, man. I love that. Yeah, um, yeah. I could see that. So, so I, I don't know if you want to talk about this, no worries if not, but I, you said your son plays, right? So tell us about, um, family pets. What do you, what do you got going on at home right now? I know you got a lot of pets too. Um, family or son plays someplace. What? Yeah. He, yeah. Didn't, didn't you say your son plays football? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, he, um, no, no interest whatsoever in football. Um, I, I had an older son. Uh, my son has passed away a few years ago. Um, uh, my older son, uh, he played for a few years, but no, uh, Timothy, yeah, well, he, he lives here at the house. He's 20, uh, is working, uh, uh, saving up some money and stuff so he can get away from us. But, yeah. um, right. So, uh, let's see. But no, he never got into it. He ran track, played basketball. Uh, maybe it was basketball. Little, I was thinking of, I could have, I could have, yeah. I could have sworn you said something about some kind of sport with him playing. Uh, I, well, I might've been talking about my dad. Yeah. yeah. Might have been, maybe possibly. No, Timothy, he's, I mean, he's a big guy. He, he's, he's just as a little bit sh shorter than I am, but big guy, probably I always wondered, you know, me, I mean, I mean, I'm football thinking, you know, but I just let him do his thing because after busting my knee, after busting my knee, I kind of like, you know, well, odds aren't that great that anybody can make it to the pros. You know, you got to be a special type of person to make it to the pros. Yeah. So I, I guess now we can go for the USFL though. Yeah, there you go. Right. And right. And, and then what about the pets? You, you're always telling oh, me yeah, sto yeah, stories yeah. about cats and different dogs that you guys right. got going through there. Right. Yeah, we have one cat. I'll, tell, I'll start with her. She's uh, the newest addition. Uh, she's a couple years old now. Uh, not, wasn't a big cat person. She kind of adopted us. She was a stray. We lived out in the country, ended up at the house. Uh, anyway, she's a, she's a doll baby. She She's not the most one to be loved on type cat, but 
you know, she, she gives us our moments, I guess you could say <laughs> as a cat owner, I didn't know what it was to be a cat owner, John, you, you, you've had a cat for years, I think. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I, I didn't know that I've always been a dog person. So uh, she was kind of a rescue thing and I wasn't that excited about it, but you know, at the time I, I'm happy about it now. I mean, she, she's great. So, but uh, then we have, we have another uh, pound puppy. Uh, I think he's 10, 11. Uh, he's just a hyper, hyper dude. Doesn't matter. He still acts <laughs> like a pup. And then I got an older um, uh, terrier mix and she's, uh, she's on her last legs. Actually, I mean, she was so close to being on her last, you know, legs that we actually uh, scheduled an appointment to, you know, I go have her put down. Uh, she had ate for a while and stuff. I was in my head saying my goodbyes uh, and talked to the vets and stuff. And it was like, oh, this, and she, she basically just stood up and walked away and it was like, I'm not ready to go. Uh, it was so weird. Uh, they didn't really have an answer for it without going into the extensive uh, uh, multi-million dollar test, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. 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 So I, you know, I appreciate that. I love my animals, but she was, you know, 16 year old dog. So, you know, I, I'm only age catches up with us. So, um, but either way, um, uh, so yeah, I got the two dogs right now and, and the cat, uh, wife swears up and down after, let's see, we've been together 22 years, I think something like oh, 2019. So, and, uh, we've always had two to three dogs, this entire time, you know, so, um, yeah, when, when Lucy bless her heart, she moves on and then, uh, we'll have JJ and Meow Meow. And I guess we're stuck with a cat for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Right? If, it's an, if it's an indoor cat could be. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she's a, for some reason she's so tiny. I don't get it. She's like a run of the litter or something. She is so tiny. I bet she doesn't even weigh for two years old. She doesn't even weigh like 10 pounds. Wow. Yeah, she's she's tiny. She's around here somewhere. But uh, yeah, I don't know why. She might have just been the rut. I have no idea. Uh, that's wild, man. Yeah, no, cats are different, especially if you grew up with dogs. Like, dogs are very predictable. That that you know their motivations. You can guess mm -hmm. what they're gonna do. Fucking cats, man. You, yeah. you don't know. You yeah. don't know what you're walking right. into any day of the week. It's it's wild, but right. but it's entertaining. So right, right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Good shit, man. So let's no uh, shit, so I, so so I I kind of like to switch gears a little bit back and forth here with this part of the interview. So we're gonna just bop, bop around some football, some other. Let's start with IDP and fantasy. So how did you get into that? Because you were just a normal football fan. When did the when did you get into the fantasy and the IDP? Man. You know, I mean, I've gone through these so many. To put a direct year on, listen. I'm going to say the mid to late nineties, really, you know, um, really diving into it and getting hard into it at the early two thousands, you know, um, I'm going to say, I'll call it pencil and paper times when you could play pencil and paper, you know? Um, but I'm not sure if my pencil and paper time is exactly lined up with some other people <laughs> because I still use pencil and paper right now when I'm, doing all my stuff for IDP, you know, so I'm just that kind of guy. So I don't know how, <laughs> how, how to tell you about that. Um, um, yeah, I think I answered the question, right? Yeah, yeah. no, that that's, yeah. that's just so a long, 20, 20 plus years, right. a long yeah, time, 
a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, I have a hard time remembering what happened. You know, yesterday, not alone. No, that it, it, twenty some year years ago. You know how much beer that was. Oh, that I'm was sure. a lot of beer ago. Quite a bit, and and we have you know we have the get off my porch conversation all the time off air, just on the regular phone where we're like, do you see this fucking guy with his tweet tweet about you know saying you got to yeah. go grab grab linebacker first or whatever it is that, uh-huh. that 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 you or me are complaining about that day, and it's like, you know, we've we've been doing this for a minute, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why you know. I don't know. It, it, it's changed a lot, hasn't it? I mean, it's really all you can say. It's just changed so much in the last three, three, four, three years, something like that. Yeah, it's it's less about actionable advice. It's more about making a splash and uh, followers and bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, the bells and whistles. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so how about this? What were some of your favorite uh, early IDPs? So, nineties, two thousands. So, guys that have been mentioned so far. Uh, Zach Thomas, Jonathan Vilma, Dequel Jackson, uh, Keekley Willis, those guys. Uh, who, who who comes to mind for you? Why well, London Fletcher? Uh, oh fuck yes, love London I mean, Fletcher. Derek Brooks. Yes. I mean, I I remember, but see, my favorite time was when. IDP was, well, well, fantasy football was all still kind of into its infancy. So IDP was really in its infancy and it was all tackle based. Right. For the most part. You know what yep. I mean? I, I mean, I didn't know any, anything else until, you know, I don't know, probably started catching on. When, when I started playing IDP and getting super serious about it, the idea of saying the words balanced IDP or uh, uh, scoring format meant that it was just japping it up a little bit. So IDP was relevant as, um, as offense. Right. Now, if you say you're kind of talking about, you know, uh, the scoring format within IDP to make cornerbacks and defensive tackles and everybody else just as viable. So but back when I started, yeah, it was all tackle heavy. So, you know, the linebackers were the all-stars, you know, um, I, I, I was a big Warren Sapp fan though. Because if you did happen to have that deep of a league that you had a defensive tackle, which really there wasn't a lot of people doing it back then, you know, there was this DL or something. It, it's totally changed. The landscape of IDP has changed since then. But uh, I, you know, I, but you could get the number one, Warren Sapp was like number one defensive tackle to get back then. But you could get him like he was getting the right before the kicker, you know what I mean? Because it, it most most leagues didn't really play him that much. So either way, um, London Fletcher, see Derek Brooks, uh, Erlacher, of course. Yes. So so I was just going to mention that. Do you remember Erlacher's game against? I think it was Arizona, where he had like twenty something combined tackles. In, yeah. in, in one game, that that I yeah. remember that that was like early, somewhat early. I think I don't know. I don't remember when that was. It was in my IDP career, and I just remember us all seeing this score in, in like, I think it was Yahoo that was like, you know, the, the highest IDP point total I'd ever seen in my life. And it was just cause yeah. Erla- Erlacher had gone crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I can pull up this season. I can't pull up the best game though. I think I remember that. Yep. Yep. I can't remember if I had him or anything like that. He started getting to the point where he was almost impossible to get. Yeah. 
well, uh, Briggs was good too. There, remember yeah. he was oh, he, yeah. he, yep. he was great yep. too. Yep, yep, yes, he was. They're, you know, you kind of they, they kind of stick out because you usually don't have a tandem right. that can you know do that. That those are kind of rare. We do have a few, but they're they're just not as as not as many of them to pick from. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know, Ray Lewis. Yes, Ray you Lewis. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, those those guys were. And what's interesting, I, I think we can appreciate this. Uh, some of maybe the newer players don't, but but seeing the sons of guys that were studs for us, yeah, Asante right. Samuel Jr., Antoine Winfield Jr., you know, yeah. like guys guys like that. Seeing that now, like I I hate to admit it, but it's true. Like I I naturally. I'm a sucker for that. Like I, I drafted so much Antoine Winfield Jr. just because of his dad. You right. know what I mean? Because his dad right. was was a corner that scored like a safety for a decade, and that and yeah. that was insane. So you yeah. know, I'm a yeah. I'm a sucker for that. It, it's yeah. pretty cool to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. I think like even like Grady Jarrett. I believe his dad played linebacker for Atlanta. If I remember that makes, right. Yeah, it if makes I remember sense. right. Yeah, yeah. You know, to two totally different positions, but it's kind of funny. It's kind of weird. Um, I, I, I really like, um, uh, uh, what was I going to say? I apologize, man. You got me going now. I, what were we talking about? Yeah. What, what were you talking oh, about? You oh, talking favorite. About? Some of your favorite early IDP guys. Um, oh. Paul I mean, Malu, he was good. He was fun. Um, yeah. I got a soft spot for Tillman. Oh yeah, you know yep. he just he just got to the point where he was really and then went and gave his life for the country. So uh, kind of, but I I get to yeah I get to have him in a couple of lineups there. You know, yeah, you have those kind of memories and things like that. I guess that stick out to me at least. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. There, there are certain guys that you're just always going to have a soft spot for and, right, and re right. remember finally. Yeah. Right. You know, I'd like to say some guys like uh, I'm trying to think of some edge rushers or something from back in the day, you know, I'd like to say, but I'd never played in leagues where DL mattered that much. Right. It took forever to get to the point where you were bringing up the defense to matter versus offense anyways. You know, it was kind of the first IDP leagues that I was in for a few years. It was more like they were, you just got a bunch of extra kickers. You know, right. it's like, you're right. It's at the points where, you know, it was 0.5 for a, for an assist and 0.75 for a tackle or something. You know, it just, it wasn't anywhere on the radar with normal uh, standard uh, fantasy football on offense. Right. And, and they didn't score as many things back then. So, so, so now we, you know, we've got pass defenses and tackle for loss and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. we didn't, we didn't used to look at that. It was tackle assist and like sack. And, and if they score a touchdown, you got that. And that, that was, yeah. you know, uh, pretty yeah. much it. And interception too, maybe. <laughs> right. Right. And, and which just think, I mean, even in, see, when did Strahan play? Yeah, I was I was thinking of that too. His uh his record year was what two thousand. Oh boy, when was that? Mm, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, but there were. It, it's, I, I'm glad to see it, especially with the emergence of the edge rusher play. You know, I mean, that's you know that I think that if you would ask me the same questions but restricted it to the last ten years, then it would have got different answers. You know, what I mean. <laughs> 
Yeah. But, but, but yeah, and really, and back in those days, if you go and you look at London Fletcher and you look at Ur Erlacher, you know, right now, the only guy I can comparably say could compare to them for years in, years out of producing would be Bobby Wagner right. at this point. Because, but if you go back and look at London Fletcher or Lacker, and you, these guys did it for year in, year out, you know, yep. Dirk Brooks, I believe, did too, you know, but they, there was a lot more of those guys. So, and, you know, you're talking consistently averaging for 10, 12 years, even maybe 15 years, uh, averaging triple digit tackles, always being IDPL relevant. It's just that owning them was a, a great thing to do, but it, versus the offense that you know it's still it wasn't that exciting so yeah right it was it, it was definitely a different time and and you made a point about this too the league was different the passing it was not nearly as prevalent yeah, as, right. as it is now and now now they got to have so many defensive backs on the field you're lucky if you get one full-time linebacker yeah, and one yeah. one guy that gets almost enough snaps that you know easily like a decent lb three or four yeah, uh it's yeah. it's just crazy how much has changed yeah, yeah it you know, I mean, it's evolved. It, that's all we can say is everything's is just evolved, you know, better or worse, however you want to look at it. It's just, you you know, but if you want to play the game, you just, you gotta, you gotta evolve with it. There's no, no, you know, I, I, I just like all these things like super flex and all this. I, I don't get into those types of leagues when they have those two starting quarterbacks and such, you know? So uh, I, I'm an old guy that I, I can evolve. But I've had my nose, you know me, John. I mean, I've never dabbled in the offensive side of the ball. And it's right. not because I don't know or couldn't do it. Because, of course, I've, apparently I've had some kind of success because you don't win your leagues completely on IDP when right. you're in these these deep leagues in offense. So, um, But at the same time, I, I, I've tried to dedicate what time I have to IDP. You know, I'm just full-fledged, always been for it. Uh, the dirty O, you know, hey, it is what it is. But uh, you're, I, I just kind of felt like I just, yeah, I see everybody branching out. At times I'm like, well, man, should I be talking about, because I like I like basketball a little bit, you know, should I, no, you know, I'm not going to start dabbling. NASCAR, nah, I'm not going to start dabbling in anything. It's interesting you mentioned that. That's the next question. So other sports you enjoy or other hobbies when you're not writing, ranking, and talking about fantasy football. Yeah, what do you do besides fantasy football? Um, not much. I know you. But um, but what else is there? What do you do? <laughs> um, what no, about basketball? You, 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 you like no, it? No, no, get... no, I got a bum knee, man. I... I used to play volleyball. I used to play like Sam volleyball and stuff, but I might have uh, hung out at a few bars that had volleyball, <laughs> you know, it's, little places like that, stuff like that. I used to do that. Played some softball in the summer after after high school and stuff. But uh, that knee, uh, about it was my early early thirties. I got tired every time that I wanted to play something. That it was just an instant. The next day or two, I'd have to ice my knee. Oh. You know, and all this stuff, you know, yeah, it wasn't quite like back in the 80s, you didn't get a uh, um, your knee redone, right? And you were back on the field in a year. That's not right. how it works back then in the 80s, you know, so it was a more of a process. So, but uh, it, it might never linger, or my, my, my problem always lingered. They told me that it would probably last me 15. 
15 to 20 years, which has Whoa. been a while back. So Jeez. right now I'm, I'm, I'm supposedly walking around on a knee with borrowed time. So I might have quit just in time. I quit in my early 30s and, and really haven't. After that, I kind of picked up bass fishing. But um, the lake that I in the boat and everything is like farther away. I keep moving farther away from it. So uh, I've kind of, yeah, really. So right now, what do I do? I see when my kids are all older, I'm relaxing. I get to do my football. So I, I'm perfectly with, fine with that in family life, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. What, what yeah. about others? Do you watch any other sports? So you mentioned NASCAR. I, I, I actually ah. really, I enjoy NASCAR. So I, I used to be one of those Northeast elite people that was like, ah, it's fucking stupid. You drive in circles. And then this dude told me, he's like, he's like, you go to one race with me and you'll never say that again. And I'm like, right. all right, well, well, I'll go. And we right. went and we sat in like the second row and you could put your hand up and catch rubber as they went around the turn. That's wow. how close, close we were. And between, you know, start your engines, the fly over the national anthem, the, the bring your own cooler in the, the crowd, right. the tailgating, the atmosphere, the crashes, the race, like right. I was fucking right. sold. I was, oh, sold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, see, it was so good. See, even the, I was going to say me and the wife, we, I, I was at a kind of an ask, that was the one thing my dad would watch on Sundays when he went and worked, he would work, or I think it was Sundays mainly. Yeah. But it, he would, um, you know, it, I remember it was Winston Cup, you know, remember back those days, back the, the 80s or whatever. Uh, so that was the one thing my dad did watch. So I grew up watching it and me and the wife were into it. She was a junior fan. I was, uh, you know, Dell fan. And then I, I, I always liked in it. I had a, a Jeff Gordon crush there for a while, <laughs> you know, but it was funny because about the time that I started writing, which I don't know if I ever really get to, I don't know if I finished that, but how I started writing was that a fellow named John or he's on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he, he was a part of, um, at the time he was like in charge personnel or finding people or whatever it was he was a part of at the dynasty football factory. Yep. Um, yeah. He just reached out to me one day and asked me about writing. He said, Hey man, you got an opinion. You want to try writing? And, Lo and behold, I'm still here. So yeah, that's yeah. how I originally got into writing. Uh, it was just by a chance because I was really on Twitter just to look why the hell uh, uh, my fantasy league was shut down. <laughs> and just started seeing people talking about playing and stuff. That's how I got involved in Twitter. So I before that, I had no social network. And so that I had no use for it at the point in time. So, but uh, so rattling on. So I told, I backed up. <laughs> got me a lot. I'm lost now. <laughs> so got myself lost. So, but I got that in there, how I started writing. Good shout out to John where I really appreciate it. I owe you one. And he, I'm going to get, e he, get even. Huh? Yeah, he's great. He's doing these, no, uh, he these, yeah. these, these best balls on MFL right now that I'm doing that are incredible. Uh, John is? Yeah, John Orr. Yeah, Wait. hit it. Yep. Hit them up, man. Yep. Five bucks a pop, 10 bucks a pop, uh, you know, at best ball on MFL. Uh, there's, he's doing an all IDP one coming up here and it's, it's a beautiful thing. They're great. Huh? Yeah. I used to play the 10 leagues. They still have those. Uh, yeah, this is, I think this is based off of that format. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I haven't good. played for a while. 
Yeah. So okay. So that's hey, that's two birds, one stone. So you know, occasionally awesome. watch 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 some NASCAR. What about basketball? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we were talking about. But so I don't watch NASCAR now though. Okay. I don't have time for NASCAR. I just I don't I don't have time for much else to keep my and it's such a new crew. I mean, other than I mean, just in the last six, seven years, you know, you got Gordon's retired or whatever. It may be even longer than that. But um, uh, Jimmy Johnson, he's not even driving anymore. Tony Stewart's all, all those guys that I knew and plus the older guys from before. So half the time I look on there and I just see their kids running around driving for them now. So uh, except for the M&M guy, what's, his, what's number 18? What's his name? Oh, I, I, I have no idea. I, I was so I, I knew a, a few just from, you know, just, you know, oh, the names. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we we're rooting for uh, Earnhardt Jr. with the, the race mm. I went to. We went to Loudon in uh, New Hampshire. That, that was a good Right. One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sweet. Now, I don't know if I ever knew that, man. All the talking, I don't know if I knew you was a big NASCAR fan or not. Oh, no. I mean, you know, I, I, I probably watch it as often as you do. Not that often. But I, oh, okay. I, I, I went from having a negative opinion and being uninformed right. to being a believer after right. after one right. race, you know, because right. it's. Because, yeah, I get it. On TV, it is, you know, they're just going in circles. But when you're there, holy shit, the atmosphere right. is crazy. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah, I've never been. That would be that would be one of the few things I've never done. That would be pretty cool to go to. Yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. So and then and then obviously a big college football fan, Ohio, Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Just don't ask me anything about them because at the moment. I'm not brushed up on them, folks. I, I, I hate to say that. I kind of feel it's only happened over the last few years. You know, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't find, I don't have time. I don't have the brain power anymore, folks. It's not there. Yeah. No. <laughs> to, to keep track of what I want to do in IDP and, and NFL. I can't do it. I don't see how everybody does it. I get so confused that these guys are this talented, that they're good at, at taking on, on basketball, baseball, you know, that just all, you know, multi sports and do it just by themselves. They're, they're talented. I can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's too much. It's too much for me, man. Um, I hear you. Uh, what about, all right. So shifting gears here, what are some of like, I don't know, maybe three of your favorite movies all time. Three. <clears throat> Fast times, rich my eye. Probably risky business, and the original longest yard. Ooh, the what was that in the seventies with Burt Reynolds? I think. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was mad when Adam, uh, Adam, what's his name? Damn it, made the remake. Oh, Sa oh, Sandler with Chris Sandler. Rock and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those guys, but I didn't like the movie. I didn't think it did. Dude, yeah, it's a, you can't mess with the classic. Um, yeah, turned it to yeah. slapstick. There was yeah. enough slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah no, that, no, that, 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 that's about three. I, I can't see any recent ones, man. Uh, I, I, I'm not one. We we go out and watch movies every once in a while. You know, we go see some movies, but not very often. I usually just, especially since COVID, you know, yeah. COVID changed a lot of things. So. Now we've formed these habits and it's just easier to stay home. Yeah. You know? yep. 
Oh yeah. yeah. So, well, so, so what about TV? Cause I'm, I'm sure the wife, you know, maybe forces you to watch some TV every now and then. What about, what oh, do you watch for TV? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we're walking dead, dead fans. I'll watch paranormal stuff. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 our, our wedding anniversary or not our wedding anniversary, our honeymoon, we, we spent at a haunted house. I think I've told you that before. Spent at a haunted house. I did uh, not know that. No. So uh, we're, tell, tell me about this. So we got we got married. We jumped in the car. We drive down to Kentucky. There's a uh, haunted asylum down there. It's Ooh. one of those old, um, oh, it was from like the 40s and 50s when um, those people would die of the breathing problem i can't remember oh uh with the iron lung what was that tuberculosis maybe tuberculosis like yep. yeah so yeah so but this big asylum is down there and um uh we went toward it and uh that was our honeymoon we went down there and stayed for a couple of days <laughs> that was our honeymoon we went to we went through the haunted uh haunted asylum with a small group and the dark it was pretty cool it was pretty cool but anyways, I, yeah, I get that's uh, that's about the highlight of it. I can't. I wish I could tell you I seen a big scary ghost or something, but I didn't. So I, so I I, I did uh, something similar. So there was a ghost investigation I went to a few years back with um, this guy Orlando Ferreira, who was actually he was on like you know how A and E does those shows like uh, yeah, pa paranormal actually, investigation. Or yeah. Whatever. So yeah. he, he, he was on one of those and, um, they like bought his footage off him from, a from an investigation. Cause there was so much crazy shit in it. And he, he gave a, like a demo with his equipment and talked about his investigations. And I walked in same deal. There, there, this is a common theme with me. I think I know something and I walk in there and I'm like, ah, there's no fucking ghost. That's stupid. Right, right. It, yeah. And then an hour later I walk out and I'm like, I, I was, I, I was wrong. I'm an idiot. Uh, there are definitely ghosts. Uh, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, like he put That's, on a con convincing demonstration. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I can remember the first time I remember ghost hunters, the show ghost hunters was new and it was really the first time I had ever seen a show about it. And I can't, I, they were in some lighthouse and a chair was moved and they had it on camera and it just, it just like, Oh, wow. You know? And then from that point on, uh, I've spent a lot of time watching a lot of paranormal, you know, video tapes and stuff on travel channel and such, you know, I just, yeah, I get into it. Uh, ancient aliens is one of my favorite yeah. shows. So, uh, boy, I, I've watched the season so many times. It's like, a if I want to take a nap, I just put it on. Yeah, I'm out. But I mean, it's because I've watched them so many times. It's just the voice is so soothing. So I, yeah. Uh, but I, I do, I do watch like some of the nine one ones with the wife, stuff like that. You know, I do spend some uh, quality family time. Have you checked out the new uh, CBS show Ghost? No, is that is that I I think I might have heard about it though. Is it based yeah, on like, the, the movie with uh? No, 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 not really. It's just uh, just houses these, these people are renting or they bought, and it's got some ghosts in it. But it's a you know a little comedy sitcom thing for a half hour or something. But we were kind of getting into that this past season. It's not on right now, I don't think, but it should be coming back. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny, so I just thought I'd, I was talking about paranormal, so yeah. it made me thought about that show <laughs> being out. It was actually kind of funny. 
But, uh, well, uh, shit, shit, we're on the topic, so let's let's go there. Um, so, do you do you think that there's alien life out there? Yes. Yeah, I do too. It mathematically yeah. there has to be. The universe yeah. is too big. Yep. Yeah. It, it might be the size of the end of my finger, and yeah. only thing it's capable of doing is farting. I don't know, but the odds that there's not something out there is astronomically, you know. Right. Crazy. So, yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I'm a believer. There's something out there. I, what? I love, don't know. I love that, man. And, and that's that's yeah. like, you know, I, I've adjusted my expectations and my wishes as I've gotten a little older here. So, like, when I was a kid, you know, I watched a lot of Star Trek. I was like, you know, what? by the time I, I get old, we're going to have transporters and starships and we're not going to have any of that shit. I, yeah, I would, I right. would settle, I would settle just to know the answer to that question one way or the other. Um, and, and I'd like for us to get to Mars and that's yeah. it. I'll take, right. I'll take those two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so well, let me ask you this. How do you, how do you feel about the, like the Bigfoot phenomenon or the Loch Ness monster? That's a whole nother side of paranormal. It is. You know? It is. So, it's right. You got your ghosts, your aliens, and then your your monsters. Or right. Your folklore. I don't know how to say it. it it's, how do it's, you feel about those? I, I honestly don't know enough to have an informed opinion on either. I do know a guy that is convinced, and he spends a ton of time in the woods. He's got his own little camper. Really? And his idea of a good time is get the hell away from society for like a week or two and just go right. live in the woods. And right. he is he is convinced that there is a Bigfoot out there. Um, right. So right. I, I defer to his opinion. Uh, what, do, what do you uh, think? Well, oh, I mean, I, I got to tell you, before I forget, the funniest thing I've ever seen is this little comic about two Bigfoot hunters. One comes in on one side of the park. One comes in on the other side of the park. Both of them are standing on a hill. One of them starts that Bigfoot call and they just sit there thinking each other's one. They keep calling back and forth. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's some kind of cartoon about that. Um, but either way, when it comes to the animals, I'm going to rank these. Here, here it is. Okay. So I, I, I believe that there was a Bigfoot. Now, I understand you. There are some Bigfoot theorists out there, at least that think that these guys can actually fade in and out and like they're in some kind of transport or that, yeah, I've seen some wild takes, right? My thing is, is there's no bones, you know, I'm one of those guys. If it's here on earth, you know, like give me some bones or something, you know, I've seen some compelling, you know, videos or whatever. It's, it's, it's hard not to be like, wow, what is that? You know, especially like they've been showing a lot lately of uh, coming up with stuff in the ocean and, and locks and stuff and all these big, you know, I, I have to rank them third. I have a harder time. I want to see some skeletal remains or something. If it's something yeah. bodily here, now ghost that's not really bodily on. So um, I'd have to I'd have to put ghost number one. I like uh, I, I, if I got a rank, I'm going to go one, and then of course, which is funny because so, uh, the probability of alien life to me is probably I have to put it number one. It's probably the biggest the the biggest one to be true. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that one's very it. likely true, right? And then right. and and then ghosts a lot of people are just like nope, non-starter, it can't be a thing, but but I've I've seen things that are unexplainable other than it it must be an echo of someone else that used to be alive but isn't. And what is that? That's a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. So You say you've seen? 
Well, I mean, not personally, but I've seen evidence oh, yeah. of. So, so right, like, right, right. so, so yeah. this, this, I was this sure. Oh no, no, no. It, it, uh, I'd tell you if I did, but this dude, so this dude brought in his audio and video recordings, including uh -huh. thermal, thermal and IR recordings from this house that this lady had claimed was haunted and hired his team to investigate. And he presented us his findings. That was the thing I went to. It was an hour wow. of him presenting his findings on this house and some of the, the IR video. Oh dude. Some of the IR stuff that he showed us, the infrared stuff, I, like unexplainable other than it had to be some kind of ghost or something. And then the right. audio recordings, that's the stuff mm -hmm. like, like the, these things are like using an electronic frequency that EVP. They, yeah. EVP. And they're saying mm -hmm. things that no one could know in, in, other than a dead person that used to live there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's pretty wild. You, you can see some that you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. But, the, but there's so much out there that is, so compelling it, it, it's some wild evidence you know it's kind of hard to hard to ignore so yeah I, I like to experience it myself when it comes to a ghost thing you know that's, I, i'm probably never going to meet an alien you know so and i really don't want to meet bigfoot so yeah. if i'm, I'm going to take something on i want it to be a ghost that's you know <laughs> so we've talked about as a matter of fact i, I know you're in Ohio right now um so yeah. but up there towards you from where we're at uh I think it's Mansfield. You have uh, the Mansfield Penitentiary up that way. I think they, they have tours. They're apparently haunted or supposed to be haunted or something. Um, it's a really old reformatory. It looks like, I mean, it's a castle looking stuff. And then um, the, um, let's see, I think there's a couple bed breakfasts up that way that might be haunted houses that you can stay at. Because we were looking at it when we went to the expo last year. We were looking at a couple of those things, but it, it, it way it worked out, they weren't. We weren't able to stay there, so they were booked up. But either way, um, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd like to see it. Boo, I might shit myself, but yeah. I like to see. I like to see something, man. I like to know. Yeah, that's part of the experience is shitting yourself, right? Yeah. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, if you didn't shit yourself. It wasn't good enough. <laughs> that's that's yeah. right. Yeah, right. Well, so I could spend the rest of my life going. Did I really see that? Right? Yeah. Did I really still see that? Did I? Was that? Because you'll never see it again, probably. I don't know. That would be interesting. It, it cracks me up on some of these shows. There's one one of the shows that I watch, and they're always going through the paranormal the tapes and stuff, and then they have the people break in that are kind of like gurus of ghosts or something, or paranormal stuff, and they get to say something, and it's like this this one girl she just always oh yeah i've seen this oh yeah i've seen this i mean she's girls like 22 years old and she's seen everything in the world <laughs> you know i've seen this before or, or has an explanation it's like how do you know about all this you know whatever you're 22 years old but it's a funny i, I just cracking up on the show yeah you know, yeah it, no they're they're good they're they're entertaining shows no yeah, doubt right, no doubt right. Yeah. All right, so we're we're shifting gears real quick here, going back and forth. So you're Mount Rushmore of IDP greats. So we'll we'll do everything except corner. So your greatest DT ever, DE ever, linebacker ever, and safety ever for all of IDP history for you for you. Your choice. Yeah, ever, I mean, it doesn't have to be by the numbers or anything. Just who I've nope. always. Yep. Man, yeah, 
I'd, I'd have to go linebacker. I'm going to stick with like uh, London Fletcher. I'm going to stick old school. I, love, I, I got that. to. I got to. Love that. Um, just, just a massive producer. Just, just. For, I mean, he was underrated. The guy was like five two. <laughs> yeah, they, they always. I think believe he went. If I remember his like story was, you know, you'll never be, you'll never play in the pros because you're too short. And then the guy went on to be like a Hall of Famer, all pro. I think he had triple digit um, um, tackles for like 12 years in a row. Yeah. Something like that is crazy. You know, I mean, it's that's that's impossible. That's you don't you're not going to see that nowadays. That's for sure. Not even close to that. So it just can't happen. I mean, look at Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner has been one hell of an IDP play for the last few years. Cookley was. But then he retired, so that kind of ended his streak. But yeah, I'm going to go with London Fletcher, man. I'm going to give I'm going to give the old school little shout out. I, I love that. I love that. How about a about a safety? It could be any any era, any safety, any era. Just your favorite. They're going up on Mount Rushmore. Uh, due respect would be Tillman, but I'm, I I can't do that. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Dawkins. Mm. Yeah, always, that's a good answer. I always, always enjoyed owning him to watch him play. He was like, oh, yeah. As a root for, you know, as he played. So, yep, for a long time, team. too. Yeah. 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 yeah he, he was real good. What, what about defensive end? Who is your most favorite IDP defensive end all time? Wow, man, that's tough. We've everyone said JJ Watt so far that I've had on the show. See, that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I'm not in the edge rushers or defensive ends, it's just like favorite defensive end. Yeah, wow. it's a, it's I don't a have one, man. I mean, do I have to, you know, I don't I can't I can't force no. What okay, no worries. What about a DT? Do you have a, a DT that comes to mind? Like oh, snaps, yeah. maybe yeah, or sap, sap. Sap, yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep, sap, probably sap, sap. I yeah. mean, I, I, of course, I love Buckner now, but I'm, I mean, we're talking, you know, somebody I enjoyed at the time, uh, um, overall, you know, yes, yeah. I see that. yeah, love that. That's that's a new answer. We everyone, every, everyone said Donald so far, so it's nice that we have something different. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, well, you said Mount Rushmore, right. Yeah, no, I love right, that. I love right, that. Right. If you look at if you look at Sapp's numbers, man, I mean, uh, you know, he's not armed. Oh yeah, but there's two. But, different, they're not technically playing the. Sapp's see Aaron Donald's technically a defensive end too. Right, right. So and, and Sapp was different. He played he played a different role and yeah, he impact yeah. he impacted the game as much as Donald did, or damn near close to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did for years too. So yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I feel good with the answer, then, Seth. Good, good answer, good answer. How about this? So, what's something hard you've overcome in life, and what did it teach you? So, you've already mentioned a couple of things. The knee. Uh, what comes to mind when you think about this? Oh, probably the most recent. You know, with Michelle being diagnosed with breast cancer uh, a couple couple years ago. Um, I think it, you know that it kind of is compelled or compiled. You know that was the, the the main part of it, but I mean, it, over the last ten years, um, I lost my mother. She was only in her mid sixties, so it was early, I guess you could say. Uh, I, I lost uh, 
my son Garrett to a fentanyl overdose. He was 22 um, at the time. And all this has been in the last 10 years, actually. It was 10 years ago, my mother passed away. Then my son passed away a couple of years later. Um, it just, and then looking at her family, we've just recently lost her sister in the last few years to, to a different type of cancer and, and just lost her mother in the last two years. Her, so my mother-in-law, but when, with all of this compiled on top, I, you know, in, in seeing how close it was that, you know, we could, I could have lost Michelle, you know, my wife, you know, it, it's just, it was very overwhelming um uh, at one point you know i remember you know when she was she was she was in surgery you know and she had to take the the, the, the things out of her arm because they had showed for cancer along with the breast and I, it just um you know it, life is fragile you know you take it for granted granted when you're younger and it just gets a lot more uh, relevant when you get older and um I, I, I think that that, that time period and, and, and the, the scared that I, you know, I could lose my wife. I think that overall would probably be my, my toughest time ever. Yeah. And, and I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, but maybe what you, what you've taken out of that is that what you just said, that life is fragile and it's important to enjoy every yeah. minute, right. To like, to really cherish the time we do have. Cause we, we forget about that shit so easy, you know, yeah. like we get all caught up with our bullshit and we forget that, you know, that's the important stuff, spending time with right. loved ones and family and, and really enjoying life. Like that's yeah. what it's about. And I think it's something that just comes with age with a lot of people too, you know, you know, so it's not my son, he's 20, you know, so we, we start trying to get conversations going with him, come on, eat with us and stuff, you know, and it just, just to spend time with him. And he, he, yeah. he does, he, and he does, but he gets it too, because, you know, it's just a, it's, it's just a chat it up just to get those few more minutes of talking, you know, instead of, everybody's got their faces in some kind of technology right now. You're either looking at your phone, you're looking at your computer or something, you know? So, um, it, yeah, it, it's, it's precious. It's very fragile and you just don't know, you know, how quickly one, one thing can change it all. You know, I've, like I said, you know, I've also seen her sister get cancer and she was gone in just a few years. My mom got Alzheimer's dementia. She was gone just in a few years. Her mother got sick and was gone in just less than six months, I guess you could say, you know? So yeah, it's, it's fragile folks. Hold on to it. You know, family does yeah. matter. That's it, man. That's a good yeah. message. It's a good message. So th this is definitely shifting gears off of that, but stupid early prediction time. You, you ready uh -oh. for stupid early predictions? Uh, yeah, we'll who, okay. So, Let's let's start with who you got at the number who you think the number one is going to be at each IDP position this year, and at you know this is just your guess. Uh, so so if you had to pick an inside linebacker to be the, the top guy to be this year's Foyer Aluakon, who's it going to be? I, I uh, ooh okay all right because you threw in his name real quick there, so I was just getting ready to go with the. So we everyone has said Roquan so far. That's the that seems to be the safe bet is Roquan. Yeah, and it's exactly who I was going to go. But as soon as you said his name, because if we've noticed something, 
there's always a uh, a foisade or whatever somebody coming yeah. up from behind so right you know you're talking about smith and leonard right there together so but i i think i'm gonna go with smith too yep i think i'm just gonna go with smith too i mean it's kind of a safe bet <laughs> it's an extremely safe bet yeah. and it, and it's yeah. the bet I, I made as well um and this is probably a safe bet too but pass rush linebacker so this year's tj watt who do you think <laughs> This is TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. It's TJ. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about how about defensive end? This one we could probably have a few options. So it's you know, who do you think? Man, I'm a Miles Garrett fan. You know, I can't get yep. it. I, I would stay with Miles Garrett. I, I don't know how to get away from that. Yeah, oh, I'm with you. So it's been pretty much split, uh, half Garrett, half Nick Bosa. I, I'm right. on the, I'm on the, I'm on the Garrett side. I think so. Right. I'm with, right. I'm with you. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then uh, defensive tackle. What do you think? Is this still Donald, or does Buckner break through this year? Or what yeah, do you think? I, don't, I don't see. I love Donald. He just falls in that position where I'm not looking at him as a defensive tackle so much. You know, yeah, I, with them included. Yeah, definitely. You know, you got to go Arnold, you know, but if you took him out, then it would be just default would be Buckner. So (laughs) to me at this point. Okay. What about, what about Jeffrey Simmons? Do you think he takes a step or Quinnen? Do you think either of them take a step forward to get to that like tier this year that those guys are in or. I think Simmons is, is that close. Yes. I think Simmons is that close and. Simmons should definitely be in that top, you know, top three at this point. I think uh, he he really kind of proved a little more last year. Oh yeah. So I think I think you know. So he's not done yet. So um, then now that you brought him up, because Buckner kind of a little bit on the downslide. So it, yeah, that's, that's a tough. That's a tough. That's yeah. a tough one there. I don't know if it's how they ran that scheme in Indianapolis last year or what, but yeah, it's kind of. I don't know. They was able to key off a little bit better on Buckner for some reason. Something happened. We'll see. Yeah, no, he did have a, a bit of a down year, that's for sure. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll be okay. What about yeah, sa- what about safety? I've gotten all different answers on safety. No, no one can agree on this. What do you think? Rephrase the question. What, what's this? Okay, so so who do you think is going to be the number one safety IDP safety this year? Mm, number so one, like in a yeah, balanced yeah. format. Yeah, yeah, just, so, just yeah. Jonathan Abram. I like that. I love that answer. He was on his way to being number one, except they got dinged a little bit last year. He was having a great season, a great yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I'm uh, just gonna throw it out there. I love that. I love yeah. that. I mean, we get Pearman up there. You got, you know, Brown. Yeah, I think I think you'll be all right. Yeah. I, okay, that's a great answer. And then your favorite. What about corner? Who are you taking at corner one this year? <laughs> I actually have one of these, but it's going to kind of run into. I think something that you're going to ask me about uh, coming up um, right now. If uh, Minnesota Vikings uh, Bynum Cameron. Oh yes, Cam Bynum. Yeah, Cam. Yeah. yeah. He, he's he i've wrote about him i brought him up last year when he stood in a little bit he, he's got breakout written all over him folks so especially if you can get him at a cornerback play 
um, he's probably going to be playing safety. And yep. uh, as a safety in that, he, he should he should hold a lot of really nice value. He's got a lot of upside to break into an upper tier two to to maybe a tier one play. Oh, I love, I love that. I love that. And and you're yeah. right. Those, those two games he played last year, he went, he went fucking nuts, first of all. Yeah. And, yeah. and didn't, didn't, uh, I mean, Smith is still there. He got extended, but who was the other guy? Was it Woods that, that left or, uh, yeah, was Xavier it? Woods, which I was a, I was a big fan of Xavier Woods, uh, signing there last year too. So he had a great um, season. Yeah. yeah. And quietly, quietly. Right. Very I love quietly. this signing coming in. We'll probably be a, John's coming on getting defensive tomorrow night. So we might be talking about this guy, but uh, Xavier Woods, I like that signing in, in Carolina. Oh, yeah. uh, I think, I think we're going to see a little bit of a change there and uh, how they use Chen again this year. Uh, I think with, with bringing in Woods as a true free safety. Yeah. Chen, we're not going to see Chen deep on the field like that. I think we're going to see him more up, up in the box, you know, boxing, whether it's a, it's some kind of hybrid linebacker, nickel, I don't know what to call him anymore. He's going to be on the field up, up a little closer to the box. I think that the, the Woods signing took care of that. Uh, nice. It's only thing makes so. I think Woods is going to be able to produce still up there. I, I think he's going to be all right too. But yeah, I like I like Cam. We we're in the middle of our IDP incentive. Uh, John's uh, part of the league, uh, Gridiron Ratings League, and um, uh, I just got sniped. I just got sniped on him on like two picks ago. He he got picked right before my pick. I was I had one guy in my quill, and that was that uh, car um, Bynum. And uh, yep, hold. And it, that's I talked to the guy. I was like, even sent him a trade offer and stuff. He he, he refused it. Oh, but I, I look at his roster, and I I, I think you, I don't know this for a fact because I didn't ask him. But sometimes I wonder when we us writing articles. Just is like showing your like playing poker with your hand turned the other way. Yeah, the cards, right? Because you know, when we write about this stuff, and then we have people in in leagues with us that we that, that we might be reading our content. <laughs> this is true, man. This is true, yeah, and and and. Part of the deal. I, I I love that pick. That's I think that's the best answer I've gotten on that so far. That's a great huh. answer. Cool. Cool. Who? What about? Okay, so stupid early Super Bowl. Who you got in the Super Bowl, and who wins? <laughs> what's weird is ev everyone I've, I've asked this so far so you're you're the third interview have all said uh rams from nfc but no one can agree on afc <laughs> yeah I, I mean you gotta get uh, I, i'm gonna go rams but i i, I i'm gonna jump off the limb here i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the Bengals. I want to stay with Ooh, the Bengals. I like that. I like, I like that. Yeah. A true, a true rematch for the first time since yeah. Dallas Buffalo yeah. nine ninety two ninety three. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, why not? I, I think that's more of the reason to look at it like that is, is why not the Bengals again? You know. Yeah, they haven't lost anything really, and they've they're fixing no. their offensive line, which is their own their biggest glaring weakness, yeah. right? So, yeah. so why yeah. not? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. they they they. I mean, they're still sitting so pretty on. I I was kind of shocked that the, they moved on from their their tight end. What was it? Who's who, Oh, Uz, Uzama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of shocked that they moved on from him, but I mean, yeah. uh, who they got Hurst now? 
Hayden oh, Hurst, maybe he might have come over even, from Atlanta and signed with them. Yeah, I don't even know, but but yeah, yeah I mean, they, they, they still got plenty of firepower, so yeah, yeah, right, yeah, I like it, I like it, mixing, yeah, mixing back here and stuff. So they fixed that yeah. line. I mean, there's nothing to like, they didn't really, they haven't lost anything on uh, defense at all. Once they re-signed Bates, you got Bates, Bell. Everybody's returning except for one, one uh, defensive lineman. They re-signed B.J. Hill. Yeah. Then Reader, but th there was one Ola Larry Ola something. Oh, Ogunjobi, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he went to Chicago. Yeah. But other than that, they're bringing back the same defense, and that that I mean, formidable, yeah. formidable de young defense, really. Yeah. So. Yeah, they played well. Yeah, yeah. So why not the Bengals? I, I like that. Okay, and that's that's an original answer. I'll take that. Repeat Super Bowl. How about so if you won if you won the lotto tomorrow, what would you do? Would you keep writing or would you would you hang it up? Nah, I, I mean I think I don't know. I don't I don't think that I could not do it right now. I mean I'm sure at some point I'm getting older, I'm getting to the point where, you know, I don't enjoy it quite as much as often. Sometimes it does seem, of course, you know this too. It seems like tedious work, you uh -huh. know, for little, for little in return sometimes, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I think that would, you know, it would be funny. I, I, I think at this point, just to, just the way that I am, I probably want to continue and just start sinking my own cash into uh advertisement just all the things to make the best top notch and go run you know it's still it, it, it's a business you know when you have a site so uh if i could invest in that and make it better quicker then i definitely would do that i know that much you know so um, actually nice. hire editors hire all these things that <laughs> Had paying good money, you know. But here, do all this for us here. Make this a good site. <laughs> that, hey, no, that reinvest in yourself. I like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, so this is a little weird one, but I love this question. So, if you could travel in time to see one event in history, what would it be and why? And this could be major historical event. This could be personal event whatever you you get to play tourist for one day and see anything in history what's it going to be hmm. well it wasn't change anything so just to experience probably yep. uh, first thing popping ahead is probably woodstock ah i love that <laughs> for 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 a day <laughs> or two or three how long was yeah. it it was a long yeah. time yeah, I think it might have been three days, but that is yeah. a great answer. That is a great yeah. answer. Yeah, well, yeah. enjoy yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, the, shit, that would be memorable. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, well, you, I could imagine. I could imagine. Good shit, well, cool, man. man. So, all right, we're at we're at the home stretch here. So, favorite football memory? Um, playing or watching? Uh, watching, watching. Oh, as a former Chargers fan, uh, Ladane Tomlinson's, you know, anytime that he got a, he got a touchdown. I mean, anytime, just that, yep. that little, little flip of the ball at the end, just, yes. just, uh, yeah, he was probably the biggest highlight actually of, 
I mean, it, as a I don't know if I finished that earlier. I originally was a Chargers fan. I bailed on them after years after becoming uh, a Chargers fan back in the early '80s. So I bailed on them when they moved. Though I'd had enough of the ownership. That's really all it boiled down to. I mean, give me some credit. I made it through the Ryan Leaf years. So with, without shooting myself, you know, no <laughs> pun intended, but just it was terrible. So and, and I'm. Um, wasn't a big Schottenheimer fan either. I think that he could have done a lot better with what he had. But uh, Dane Thomas, anytime, anytime, it, it, you, between between him or watching Gates emerge, you know, Gates was, I mean, before Gates was uh, Shannon Sharp. Other than that, tight end wise, I mean, just to watch a big guy move like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, him and Tony G and Shannon Sharp were the guys that kind of transformed that position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, how about favorite non-football memory? Well, if my wife's watching, it was certainly when we got married. That is funny you mentioned that because everyone that I've asked this to that's married has said that, and they've said, I'm afraid my wife might be watching. That's been 100% <laughs> of answers so far. Hey man, you know you got to be smart about it. You got you got to think this out a little bit, and that's kind of a no brainer, right? right? So um, I'm, I'm still thinking, but no, no, that's definitely it. Okay, safe answer, safe answer. I like that. Right. All right, last last few. So typically for for you, typically. So in a normal one QB. Pretty even offense, pretty even defense, IDP, offense league, just the, the normal kind of spiel. What's your strategy for the most part? Are you a draft linebacker first guy, a draft defensive end, defensive tackle first guy? All things being equal, how do you like to play it usually? Well, the first thing I do is I always make sure I have my offensive starting lineup drafted first. Yep. Um, well, I love all the names. I love I love Darius Leonard. I love Devin White. I love all those names, but I don't, I don't have to own them to win. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and fill out my uh, offensive guys. So once that starts, then I'm hoping to have somebody with, you know, uh, edge rusher DL-wise, depending on your positions that you're looking at. I'm going to look at the scarcity, scarcity level or scarcity of each one. And so the first thing I'm going to look at and see if there's any viable defensive lineman that I really want, you know, that one right. of these top five, top 10 guys. Um, hopefully, you know, like I said, you know, I might miss out, but I know I can, I can possibly stream these a little bit later. And, and, but if they're there, I'm going defensive line off the top. If it's not there, then I'm going to go linebacker probably even in a balanced format, um, which is pretty much, I think the standard anymore, at least in less newer leagues. Um, uh, and I mean, my approach automatically is just playing on if there's any designated cornerbacks that are getting streamed. If um, if I'm if it's a defensive back position, I'm definitely going to use all safeties. Yep. Unless it's like some kind of advantage, like is uh, a Bynum type thing. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it just depends on the setting. But uh, and defensive tackle, I mean. Uh, I, I defensive tackle could fit in there around in with linebacker, depending on what defensive tackle it is. You know, right. If, if you, yeah. If you can get one of the top guys, get right. it. If you can't, you can wait because 
right. you, you know, there's such a fucking cliff after the first few that it's right. like, well, I missed them. I'm fucked. I can wait another 10 rounds. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, it, there, it, when you get past those, it's just to the point where uh, uh, there's plenty of there's plenty of guys there. And especially if you're you're playing the matchups each week and you can, you know, you learn to work the waiver wire and have the right guys at the right time. It, it, yeah, that's that's how I'm going to approach it, though. Definitely offense first, and I'm going to look for those scarcity plays and and see. And then uh, if if those are all done and gone out of the top five or so, then then I'm going straight to linebacker and try to get the stability part of it where I can get a solid 12 points every week or something, you know, consistency. Yeah, I love that. And and I've had all similar answers so far. I think we've all learned over the years what works right. and what doesn't and uh we're, we're all pretty much that's why it sucks being in leagues with all you guys because we're all doing the same shit right so, it, right so it's like it's it's right. you know painful sometimes yeah it's kind of like button heads a little bit right and, and it's another thing you know it's it's uh the development of the edge rusher position i'm really hoping that, that some of these sites like mfl or some of these other ones they actually go on and go to true designation Oh, yeah. To where we, we get rid of that that defensive tackle and go IDL would be great. You know what yeah. I mean? And edge rusher would be great. You know, just, just separate a couple of those little patches up over the next couple of years. But it's been an evolving issue or evolving thing over the last few years, just like the NFL has been evolving. So we've all had to kind of because uh, I used to be I think when we first met, I I was really into edge rushers, but I wasn't necessarily up to bringing their points sacks up i was still a tack heavy favorite kind of guy i preferred the tack you know it was kind of hard but like i said i just recently started writing before i met you for a year or two or whatever it was so i i was you know kind of stuck in my ways but then getting out and being in the community seeing other leagues um especially i'll tell you what's been one of the most eye-opening things to me as a person that you mentioned, I'll, I'll answer your DM. If we're off season, um, you know, during the summer, or whatever, you you hit me up on Twitter. Um, I'll be more than happy to help out all I can. You know, in season, I'm kind of locked down a little bit with membership oh, yeah. stuff, but but you know, that's that's how that is. But if you, um, what I like to do is, if at all, especially if it's on sleeper or if it's on uh, my fantasy football league. Which uh, sleepers, I'm getting used to, John. I know you're not a huge fan there, but I'm, mm. I'm getting used to just after switching last year. But I love, especially on MFL, have them give me the link. And if it's a public league, I can check out the link and check out the starting and see what the trends are. And right. then I'll ask, how old's this league? You know, what, you know, just find out a little information. You kind of start collecting that and you kind of get to start getting the feel. And then I, well, I met you. And we were always, I think we talked about the addressers back in the day too. All, you know, it's just kind of one of those evolving things we were pulling for. But uh, um, that, I guess the point of my thing is, it's just, it's changed for me. I've had to learn a little bit over the, you know, uh, the different concept. I've, I was being a little bit stubborn on my approach, but, you know, I, 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 I moved along. I moved along here. I think I'm caught up with the young crowd now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that 
I love that. I and I agree with everything you said, right? Like there are ways to play smarter, not harder. And uh yeah. Yeah. you know, so I'm with you. Okay, I this this next segment I call hot water. I, I think you're gonna like this. So uh what's your favorite platform and why? Well, my fantasy league. Yeah. Uh, it's just it. I've been playing on there since early two thousands, I believe, something like that, mid two thousand I don't know, to early two thousands. Um, I just I I love how deep it goes uh, i was a commissioner so for like 10 years on a dynasty league and it just learned so much i just just love the format it's a good solid i'm not it's not a good app don't think about the app but I, it, for on laptops or computers or whatever i even use a browser on my phone which yeah. drives some people nuts but i i love my my fantasy league yeah it it, it really is the best site it, it allows you to do the most and you can do it on your phone you just got to tinker a little bit and yep. get get used to it and you'll be fine but um yep. you know yep. that's that's not this era um right okay right. that's what it's all about that's it the explosion of sleeper and everything else is the you know simple app thing get a slapper in there and get her done Right. Right. And that's the thing. Like that's, that's great for people that are looking for that. I could give a shit about that. I'm looking to get better. I'm looking right. to get better so I can win more. So, right. so, so, so I can have more titles, more trophies, more money. Uh, yeah, and, right. and I don't get better by playing some watered down fucking fruity sleeper bullshit with DBs <laughs> and DLs. You know what I mean? Like right. baby, baby IDP is not making me better. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I don't need the robots. I, I need, yeah. I need to, improve yeah yeah and you know i do i do those tipster leagues where i have like three or four leagues a year i invite new people hopefully getting a lot of new people that haven't played before idp and i try to bring them into what you would say a young uh idp experience but one with a full complement of idp positions to play so i'm trying to attract so i guess we i used to have them on espn um, and now I just moved to sleeper. So, but yes, I, I mean, my, I play deep leagues. That's all, you know, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't even imagine going back and playing in a league that you had like three IDP or something. I just couldn't, I couldn't have fathomed that. I, and so either way, I mean, I'm into the deep leagues and stuff, but, um, uh, I'm hoping that that, you know, and it has, I've met a lot of people. I've actually got a lot of people that I talk to every week. Uh, and I've been doing it for a couple of years now and uh, members of gridiron ratings are just friends and, you know, folks that, uh, that uh, reach out to me because of the content. So I, I, man, it's great. It's great. It's, a, you know, yeah. And, and, and you got a point. It, it, if you are new and you're looking to dip your toes into the water, that is a great league. That's a great platform for that. And that's that's just not me. So that's why it's right. not my, my cup of tea. Right. But it, it does have its uh, value. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, you know, well, you get what you pay for. So when you get that app, you get just so much general stat information and quality of deliver delivery of the product. You know what I mean? So, so I, I know MFL didn't have trolls at the top that there was a screen for you to pick. Them to right. Learn, but, very you know, important. Was, very uh, important. Yes. <laughs> right. So, so while we're on hot water topics, what's your take on fantasy Twitter? Man, you know, I've done so good, John, to keep my mouth shut for a couple of years and staying out of hot water on Twitter. Um, I, uh, 
Ooh. Well, you can. I'm not forcing you to give up that uh, that no, streak. No, you know. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, you know, mom always told me if you didn't have something nice to say, blah blah blah. You know. But oh uh, yeah, it's it's watered down. I mean, it's just it's so freaking watered down. Um, it's just if we're talking about Twitter in particularly. I mean, I've thought about actually trying to maybe uh, move the brand over to personally my brand over to something else um it's it, it's i i i can't read a lot of the comments that are going on uh people are cutthroat <laughs> i don't know man it, it, it's just it's it's gotten so watered down i don't know who i don't know if it's just become uh one of those situations where everybody feels like they're drowning so they feel like that they have to do yeah survive. they got right they got to do crazy shit to get noticed yeah, yeah like yeah. it's it's wild like in yeah. in gen, in general that's that's a trait of the younger generation in general where it's like so so when i got my first job slash any job it was show up on time do what you're told keep your fucking mouth shut and eventually you'll be allowed to speak and eventually right. eventually you'll move up eventually you'll have power and respect and and right. all, right. all those things that right. come with come with you know putting the work in first and then getting the right. reward second which is traditionally how this works and yeah. and that's that's not so much what it is anymore it's it's i i'm here now so instantly i get everything and that's not how it works you know i i don't i've never asked for followers I, I i don't whore myself out to people or try and get attention i just put out good content every year yep. no matter no matter what and it's going to be right. a slow slow grind and i'm fine with that because that's how you're supposed to do it yeah you know, we've talked about it before i think we've said stuff over the years i mean it is it's about the grind and the content uh it's not about twitter uh you're you, you know it's actually about google to tell you to yes yeah and that's so, a great point you know, that's a great point yeah. if you're letting you know i mean back in the day i i stuck my foot in my mouth a few times you know and i felt like i was done wrong and all this other stupid shit whatever you want to call happen happen but at the same time i mean i i just sat back now to sit back it, it almost it almost seems like uh, well i watch football i got an opinion so i'm just going to do this right. without any really proving that you're any good at it. Right. It does that make sense. sense. So, yeah. so, so my, my, my proof is there. It is my pin tweet. It's all my titles. It's my, it's my Yahoo rating. It's, it's transparency on right. all the pick picks I make, what I got right, what I got wrong. Um, right. It's all there because everyone should have that as part mm -hmm. of, their deal here like i do i want to read something from a guy that's never fucking won anything in his entire right. life like no right. no right. and right. and that's everyone and in another great point you made google is is what it's all about right so right. I, I i look at our site traffic and i'm sure yours looks very similar a a, a smattering comes from twitter on a, on a on a busy day in september week two or three it's 15, 15 people from Twitter and hundreds, if not thousands from Google. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, you're talking about how, how it is. I mean, we just seen it with uh, the, with the passing of Hawkins, you know, um, we, it's too bad what Adam Schefter said. I think it was him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Too bad. The, the wording, he, he was completely wrong. I'm not defending that, but I think mm -hmm. it was 
more because it carried on the the bitching and and everything about the whole it was a misfortune to thing to happen we shouldn't have been concentrating on that as much as we were you know i mean yeah he he realized he messed up you know once that point was put across that didn't seem like uh, fantasy twitter could let it go and right. it's just part of their problem you can't let it go and if and if it does get let gone on any topic then usually somebody will pick a fight oh yeah, yeah. it's gotta yeah, get it, going again you can't it can't stop so i hear you man and i i, I find myself myself and i'm sure you might be doing this as well spending less and less time in fantasy twitter and the time i do spend spend there i'm just talking to the people i like everyone else i've got muted I'm not following. They're blocked. I don't give a shit. Like I, I don't need need them in my lives. Um, you know, I'd rather watch a funny cat video than read some fucking idiots. You know, dynasty tight end rankings. I, I don't no. give a shit. No. Yeah, I mean, you know, considering me and you've been around the block. I mean, you've been with the IDP guys all this time. I, I've been, I've been, you know, with you guys in a couple other places. So, gotten to see a a lot of different views from a lot of different back rooms, I guess you could say. And uh, um, it, it, it's a trip. It's a trip on how things work out. You know, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm i glad I, I met Jeff. I'm glad I'm with Gridiron Ratings, you know. Um, if not, I probably would have to continue to have my own site um, to tell you the truth. I don't know. I don't know. It's a trip. Yeah, it is, man. But uh, I, I'm I'm glad at least you know for all the bad, there's a lot of good too, right? Like so, oh, I yes, you know I, I I I met you and Kyle and Joey and you know Z bags and all the big three guys right. and right. you know even right. even beyond that, just the guys that are in our leagues all the time, the listeners, the the guys that read. Uh, oh, yeah. Sean, Sean, Brian Serrano, Ivan Neal, uh, Peter right. Randall, you know, just. Yeah. Just our our readers, the guys that mm -hmm. you know, throw us a DM after the season and say, "Thanks, man, you you helped me win." Right. Um, right. You know, like that's the good shit. Yep, yep, yeah, it is. I mean, it, 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 I've loved it. I I don't know. I could I couldn't honestly tell you now. I could tell you that I'd still be playing probably, but I don't know what I would be doing right now if I wasn't like writing and doing content for. Of all things, IDP, defensive side of fantasy football, <laughs> the redheaded <laughs> stepchild, you know? Yeah. So I'm all excited because I'm going to try to dip my toes more into the, uh, I mentioned to you the, 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 the prop bets and stuff for IDP. You know, I, I, I uh, DraftKings got some things going and stuff. I'm, I'm going to dabble into that just to broaden my horizons within my lane. I try to. Yeah, let's 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 talk about that because that's okay. the next that's the next question. Any upcoming projects? So I mean, I assume you're oh, doing yeah. A, yeah a lot of the same stuff this year. But what's new? What are you doing different well, this season? Well, I, I mean, from a personal aspect of you know, uh, from what I'll be concentrating on um, is definitely getting a little bit more involved in the in the you know bets the the daily bet yeah. the game betting you know the prop bets the uh, point spreads um i dabbled into it applied some of the stuff that i use in my start sit charts um i actually tested it at the beginning of the season but you know uh, i wasn't i wasn't disappointed but i wasn't ready to announce everything out loud um so towards the end of the year, I felt kind of comfortable. We had had quite a few, uh, I guess you could say, 
trends and statistics that could help that kind of leveled out. So um, I, I did start announcing and went, went five for six on, uh, yeah, went five for six on out loud calls that I made. So I, I, I plan on dip, dipping into that. I'm talking to Justin Barnes, a good friend of ours. He's from getting defensive from last year. Such he's going to be coming back on. He's a roto heat now. I think it's roto heat. Uh, forgive me, Justin, if I said the wrong one. But just really want to start diving into it and get a more secure feeling on uh, offering IDP, you know, bet prop bets or whatever, um, and, and uh, win a little bit of money in the process. Yeah, and and uh, sports betting just went, or it's you know, it, it got passed in Ohio. They they opened the casino out here. They're the, the the you know by football season, we'll be ready to rock on FanDuel, DK, all that. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's gonna ramp up out here. Something wild. And let me t- from a coming from a state where it we got it right before football season hit last year. It changes everything, and yeah. and for the better, for the better. Yeah. It, it is yeah. fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always slow. I was behind on everything, but we finally, we, we eventually get there, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I think what we can apply. What it, The one thing I don't understand, I, I'm going to have to learn, is I, I, I see some doing it, mainly the professionals, like on TV or something. But they'll, they'll have to go through every point spread. And I'll have them make a call on every point spread. And I'm thinking, why would you want to do that? Why would I, I couldn't do that? I'm looking for ringers. I'm looking for right. winners. You know, if I if I lose, I want to feel like, man, that was like totally messed up. It should have never lost. Not, oh, well, this is what I'm going to take. And I'm going to take the chance that I'm going to win. So, but I'm not a huge gambler. I like playing poker and stuff like, you know, but I'm not one to go and spend $100 at the casino either. You know, so I'm just, it's not me, which some people spend a lot more than that. So. But either way, uh, but this this whole IDP betting, I think I might know a little bit about it. And I think I might be able to fine tune this and at least have a winning percentage out of the deal. And I, I'm looking forward to working with, with Justin and I'm hoping to get with you and talk to you about this, you know, yeah. and maybe we can all, you know, uh, all of us older veteran guys kind of, because you're a veteran now, dude, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't believe it or not. So we all get together and we kind of put our heads together and compare notes and and even though we're all three not in, you know, we, we're all three doing our own thing. We all have our own sites. Well, that we, we're all friends. So there's no reason that we can't work together and come out ahead. I'm yeah, abs- to that. absolutely, man. I, that That's going to be great. I am really looking forward to that. Um, yeah. And I, I, I was telling, so I, I did a DFS show with uh, Adam from Big Three last year. And, you know, about halfway right. through the season, we realized, like, man, this is not as much fun as, as it used to be. Because uh, there, there's so many people playing DFS now that the it's like a razor thin margin to be profitable, and yeah. and bet, betting is not like that at all. You just got to beat the house, man. You just got to beat right, the spread, right. spread over or under, right? Like right. especially with IDP prop bets on tackles, like that's mm-hmm. our bread and butter, man. Like we yeah. we know we know when a game script is gonna line up for right. you know fucking right. take router to, to get right. ten tackles or something. Yep. Like we, we we know that's coming. <laughs> So this is the part that we have to figure out too that I was going to bring up when we do get together is we got to be able to help people, but to only to a point. So how how do you do that? How do you present? Or do you just make the calls and go on and assume that that that, that, that the people are going to that you know what you're doing? I guess they got to trust you. 
because you surely don't give out your whole process, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe, yeah. So I was thinking, you know, I, I attach like a rating system to my to my corner streams, right? Uh-huh. So maybe maybe something similar to that. Like like right. if you if you feel real comfortable about it, it's like a uh, you know green, and and if you feel okay about it, it's like blue, and yeah, <laughs> you know, or right. something like that. Yeah. Well, see, then I run into that problem there where I'm only going to pick greens. Yeah. Only I'm not going to force anything. You know what I yeah. mean? If it's yeah. not. I'm not going to go just to, you know, I, I feel there's kind of like advice. Sometimes people, we see it on Twitter where a question is asked and people will give advice just to give advice, not necessarily yep. to be helpful. <laughs> you know, just get their name out there. You know what I mean? So it doesn't necessarily mean they know what they're talking about. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait. This is going to be cool. Hoping to have something special come. I'm not going to say the name out loud. I got another we we possibly got another uh, you know sort of live podcast thing maybe in the works so but uh, I'm I'm not I'm not going to jinx it. Nice, yeah. Anything you want to plug this this season? So so that's that's still on the burner. But anything you want to plug coming up this year? Oh man, just a just a gridiron rating site. It, it all together, you know. We're just we're just growing. Everything's growing. Everything's getting in place, and you know I, I think. It, more so, I want to take this opportunity. If any of you happen to be listening, we do really appreciate our members, you know, and all the support that anybody has given us over this last year to grid our ratings. So, um, you know, we're we're on our way. We're 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 here for you. Just just we just know we appreciate you. Awesome, man. Love that. So, all right, last one. We'll get you out of here on this. So, this is. A weird question, but I I do need to ask everyone this. Do you think that maybe most road rage is because someone needs to take a crap? (laughs) Yeah, it's a very good possibility. I believe they had a study of Maryland. (laughs) I think they had a a study of Maryland, but then they they, they found out the state was overqualified with candidates. So they had... (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. I think road rage is just fun. There you go. I love that. Um, hey, well, he's Gary Van Dyke at the IDP Dipster on Twitter. Gary, thank you, my friend. I truly appreciate it. And uh, it was a pleasure having you. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, John. And I can't wait to have you on Getting Defensive tomorrow night, Thursday, the Thursday night, the 14th at uh, 8 o'clock. So um, I, I see your cat's paw or tail is that a paw that's a that is a paw she yeah she's upside down next to me that's funny yeah but (laughs) yeah john thanks for having me on man it's been it's been great yes sir all right we'll see you all next week thanks for listening take care now bye-bye